welcome to Offkey, a member and labs podcast about music's professionals for non-music professionals. I'm your host, Linda Arnold. Welcome back to Offkey. Today I'm talking to Quinn Bates, aka Quarterback, who's an R&B artist hailing from Kelowna, BC. We talked about what brought Quinn from Kelowna to Victoria, the experience of transitioning from classical music to R&B, and what happened when a DJ with 2.8 million Instagram followers heard his track, Bittersweet. I had a really great time chatting with Quinn, so I hope you enjoy the conversation that we had. Girl, I watched all of Grace and Frankie. I love Grace and Frankie. I'm... Oh my god, I'm so happy you said that. It's so good. I watched it all. Like when I, when I'm I was sick, I watched like the whole new season like in one go. I was like, let's do this. So did I. I watched it. This is like super depressing, but I want I got into it when I was away. Like there was a period when I was I had just like a cold and I wasn't really doing anything. Yeah. And my friend Laura was like, you. Ha-, she's like, I think you'd really like Grace and Frankie. She's like, I know you don't like sitcoms, but I think you'd like it. And I got so into it. I know. I don't like sitcoms either. Like, I actually do not mess with them. But like, yeah, no, this one is so good. I love Jane Fonda and Lily oh Tomlin. God. Like, they're like oh, such a duo. They're such a duo. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. My pleasure. As our second guest, I guess we can just start with. Way, way back at the beginning kind of where did you grow up how did you first get into music Ooh, okay big question so, i grew up in Kelowna, bc uh-huh. born and raised until i was 20 years old <laughs> um and how i st- i've always like performed in my bedroom like i was like mom dad look at this and like hitting like a pot and pan they're like nice um but uh i started singing in choir in elementary school it was like really mandatory for all of us to do it Mm -hmm. and i guess i was like a class clown and i was doing something silly (laughs) and the choir teacher was like quinn like you audition for this solo it's like a remembrance day solo and i was like okay and i remember being so scared because i went in front of class and i sang like in flanders fields mm-hmm. and the teacher was like you sang in flanders fields yeah it's it, a musical version yeah there's like a song called in flanders fields well i mean the poem like, but, yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> um yeah wow. so i like sang it and she was like damn shoddy no <laughs> she didn't say that she was she was, i don't know what she said but she was like okay you get the solo so my parents came to like the remembrance day assembly mm-hmm. and everyone was there and i sang and all the teachers were like crying and like they're like <laughs> quinn you gotta sing so i like i did the damn thing i started mm-hmm. singing and i joined like a musical theater company like mm-hmm. growing up and then i started taking like classical voice lessons mm-hmm. And then I, like, lost interest of musical theater a little bit. Like, I love musical theater. It was just really hard for me because my voice was, like, always so high. Like, I had, like, a, I wasn't even considered a tenor. So I couldn't, there's no really any roles for me. So I, like, decided to do countertenor singing, like, in classical voice. So I just studied opera. And then that's why I moved out to Victoria. For opera? For opera, yeah. Oh, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I did lots of opera i um my old singing teacher from Kelowna, she um started up like an opera company with my mom actually um and a couple other uh, people within the community of Kelowna. and uh i got to be in the opera it was really cool i was the youngest like cast member that's crazy yeah um and all of like the cast were like professional opera singers from around and we did a um, the Marriage of Figaro by Mozart, and I got to do a pant role. I played Carabino, and it was really fun. It was a really good time. I will always like love classical music, but it wasn't really my passion. Yeah, I really liked R and B music. Like I always did, did like gospel music, soul music, and whenever I did musical theater, like all my favorite songs were like seaweed, hairspray, mm-hmm. like. The color purple, like all like gospel soul, like all that stuff. I guess quitting musical theater was really hard and quitting classical music was really hard, but it all just panned out. Like I didn't even have the intention to do R&B music. It just like happened. I got like all these opportunities came up and I was like, okay, sure, this is what's happening. And it just like 
crossroad Mm -hmm. different different direction completely all of a sudden next thing you know like i'm in the studio i'm in two bands around town (laughs) i'm like just doing all this different stuff and it was it's been such a ride i'm having such a good time it's so much fun that's so good yeah it, it just like allows me to like express myself in more ways than just singing Mm -hmm. i like fashion i like making content with filming and um i love performing on stage and being able to like do my own thing i have always like taken pride in that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rather than yeah playing like a character yeah it's like a lot less structured it still requires the same amount of work ethic but it's like pointed in like a different way it's it's way less structured and i that's what i love most about it is because i'm just like not a structured individual at all like i'm so sporadic (laughs) well it's realizing a vision that's yours oh yeah rather than somebody else's because i mean obviously you can take your own interpretation of whatever you're doing and make it your own but overall if you're doing you know classical or musical theater you are adhering to somebody else's else's work yeah Yeah. and there is a specific way you have to do it especially when it comes to classical music it's very traditional there's a wrong way and like the funny thing with classical music actually it's a good way to look at this with everything like you'll never get there like it's always good to just keep working at it and like never settle for like wherever you're at like Mm -hmm. keep pushing yourself to like be better like technically or whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. um but i guess like that's it's very like strict like classical music when they're being like yo you're not there you'll never get there like just keep going keep going and Mm -hmm. it's very like again from the top and yeah i'm already so hard on myself like i I'm maybe a little self-deprecating. <laughs> I, I get, I guess people call me out for that, but I'm like, hey, it's working for me. Like I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm trying out here. Um, but it was just really like eating at my psyche when I was in school for classical music. Mm-hmm. I kind of wasn't having a good time. Yeah, in doing it. Uh, yeah, it's I a understand. lot of just transcribing and like working on your diction, working on language. Like you're, you're like faces in a book the whole time yeah and it's just like it's very understimulating for me and it just wasn't like fulfilling in any way mm-hmm. which it was like really hard to do because there's so much stability like when you're in school and when you're doing that and going from all of that structure to going to freelance is yeah. like i'm vulnerable <laughs> every day i'm so vulnerable yeah. i'm like what am i doing out here like yeah it's not good where were you studying but amazing here? um I was studying at the conservatory downtown. Okay, Okay, yeah. Yeah, my singing teacher, her name was Nancy Argenta. Mm -hmm. So she's trained a bunch of class or uh, countertenors around the world, around Canada. And she just knows her early music, her Baroque music. And uh, yeah, she's a legend. I love her so much. She helped me through so many different things, like not just um, singing, but just with life and different things like that. Like my development all thanks to her <laughs> it's a pretty special relationship a music teacher and a student oh yeah it's yeah it's pretty undescribable you have to let your guard down yeah you have to be vulnerable in front of that you like you can't grow as a singer if you're not yeah. in that mental state and i think too like you really need to respect each other's needs and i guess work ethics oh totally i know I found that at least when I was studying, I was really happy to have found a teacher totally um, that understood that like while I loved study, I loved piano, but it yeah. wasn't my thing. Yeah, totally. And she was said that that was fine. She was like, if you can do a bit here and there, that's great. Yeah, it's like I don't expect you to sit down for four hours a day because that's not what you want. Which totally was lovely. <laughs> well, the good thing about like music or treating music as a hobby is you can use the techniques and tools in other aspects of your life exactly like that's another thing like when it comes to musical theater Mm -hmm. i think it's really important to put kids on stage and put kids in a place where they're feeling a little uncomfortable like with their development i feel i've seen i've worked with a lot of children with musical theater and I've seen these really shy children come in and they just don't know what mm. to do with themselves. And by the end of the show, they're just like stepping out of their bubble. Yeah. Like, 
I think with like when it comes to success and putting yourself out there, it does have to do with confidence mm-hmm. in a way. You have to be able to push yourself and be assertive in that sense mm-hmm. to find success in whatever field you do. Yeah. Because like degrees, like you can get a degree, but like you have to put yourself out there after you get the degree. Exactly. You know what I mean? And in everything, if you're a bit uncomfortable, there's a little bit of initial acting. Oh, you totally. To just to kind of fake it till you make it is kind of such a... Yeah. It's such a cliche, but it is so true. And totally. It does, it's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been on a really awkward date? Yeah. <laughs> Fake it till the end. <laughs> Drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, another please. Yeah. So in working in Victoria and stuff, so you were doing mm-hmm. opera and musical, mostly opera. I, I did opera here. Yeah. yeah. Musical theater was like up the past in okay. Kelowna. Okay. Bye. Um, <laughs> and then... You started working more freelance, and then you said that you got with a couple bands, and I know that you were playing with Electric Sex Panther, and yeah. you guys had a pretty demanding schedule with Canoe. Yeah. That was, yeah, so you were super regular. Can you tell me a little bit more about your experience with them and kind of... Yeah. So when I was in school, um, because I had this, like, big, like, I had this, like, opportunity with this producer, like, yeah. the whole time I was in school. Like, that's kind of why I dropped out of classical music is because of this guy. I was like, let's do a pop song. Like, Who is I, he? His name is Coca-Cola is what okay. he goes by. He's, like, a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him in Kelowna. He found me on YouTube because I did stuff with my friend Haley Blay. She's a YouTuber sensation. Love her to bits. One of my best friends. And... Um, he was like, hey, like sing this song. So while I was in school, I was working with him. So I was doing classical music and then this like random pop song and it started picking up. It got picked up with a label and all this stuff started happening with it. And I decided for like an extracurricular program, I decided to join like a combo with band mm-hmm. and I sang like two contemporary songs. I sang like a David Bowie song and a Stevie Wonder yeah. song at the year end recital or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Julian from Electric Sex Panther was there. Yeah. And he was like, What? You 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 sing <laughs> stuff other than classical music? Can you please be in my band for the summertime? We're called Travel Light. We're gonna do covers like for the summer with like my buddies Noah and Jack and Matt. And um we played and did covers for like the whole summer and then i met the guys of electric sex panther and i was like these guys are so intimidating <laughs> i'm so scared i'm like i don't even know what to do it myself like it, it was yeah it was so um intimidating but uh julian came up to me one day and was like they want you to sing mm-hmm. with us for like a couple shows in the summer so i came in like guest sang mm-hmm. and then the lead singer sierra of electric yeah, sex panther yeah she moved away to vancouver to pursue acting she's killing it out in vancouver yeah, yeah love her um and they're like yo you should be the new lead singer <laughs> so it just all happened within like a three month span of me joining this random cover band to me being an electric sex panther (laughs) and it was really nice for the two years that we did it because of the consistent income that i'd be getting every month so it did feel a lot more structured Mm -hmm. even though it is like a freelance job and it was also nice because kieran curated everything so he got to like book all the shows so it was just my (laughs) job to like stand there and look pretty and sick like that's all i had to do and it was great and they would ask me things like what should we wear? <laughs> you know, just like all that stuff. They're like florals. Yeah, florals. All of you, florals, yeah, head florals. to toe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> only head. Yeah, exactly. But it was, it was demanding because it was every single week. Yeah. But you know, the community is so small and so tight. And if any of us had to go do something or was sick, yeah. someone could have filled in, and like they did. Because, you know, people get sick. Yeah. I get sick. I can't sing when I'm ill. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just one of the things for singers. Not for, like, instrumentalists. Like, mm-hmm. they can be, like, coughing and playing the guitar or whatever. Yeah. But, like, if I'm sick, someone's got to step in. Yeah. So I'll, co- I'll contact Greg from New Souls or I'll contact, like, Talia. Mm-hmm. Bless you, Talia. Thank you for all of the times you have helped me. Love you, Talia. <laughs> that's how I know, I know most of these people. <laughs> I know. Talia's a queen. Love her. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was just a really good time. So I, I feel like demanding 
No, I don't think it was too demanding. Okay. I honestly think that being in musical theater was more demanding. I was, like, doing, like, six shows a weekend and, like, rehearsing every single night kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And we rehearsed a lot. Mind you, we did rehearse a lot. Um, But, I don't know, it was a lot more chill. That's good. A lot more chill. Less people. There's, like, six of us. We could all just, like, work as a team and it was just super, like, effortless. Kind of fit in one room. Yeah, yeah. And we all got along. Yeah. We still get along. We're like we're like family. It's amazing. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. Love those guys. They're great. And Felicity. Mm-hmm. She's the best. I've never met Felicity, but Oh, you love her. She's just wears many hats. Cool. Makeup artist. Extraordinaire R and B singer. Teaches me how to riff every day. Oh, amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. She's helped me so much with riffing. Ooh. So you were working with Electric Sex Panther for quite a while. You guys were together and doing that schedule at Canoe for like a- two years. Yeah. Well, I was there for two years, but they 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 started like March of like 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. And I joined September of 2016. Okay. So yeah. yeah, that's been a while. Yes. Um, From before joining electric sex panther did you kind of see yourself more of a solo artist did you did you know that solo was kind of what you wanted to do or i i didn't think about it yeah okay um i i guess subconsciously yeah because i love to express myself in many different ways Mm -hmm. um and i guess that's kind of why i started doing the solo project is because i had all these ideas in my head that i wanted to like execute but the, like everyone's so different in electric sex panther like mm-hmm. i'm like the only like queer man in mm-hmm. the group too and like i, I don't want to like push myself <laughs> on them you know what i mean like i know they wouldn't care by any means yeah. but like i i don't want to like misrepresent them as the mm-hmm. individuals that they are and i feel like i have so much that i want to say mm-hmm. so all the time i don't shut up so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah definitely cool. definitely i think one thing with sex panther that you guys were really good at is the group never felt like quinn and a band good which was i really loved because i I think that happens a lot yeah yeah i think that with bands especially like like if it's not like a solo artist name like with a band that's always there like just like a band Mm -hmm. people always just pay attention to the lead singer Mm -hmm. because they're the storytellers yeah um and for me like I get it because it's the easiest. Like they're listening to lyrics, words. It's yeah. easier to communicate with that. But but I feel like it does a disservice to all the other instrumentalists who are mm-hmm. so talented, as equally as talented yeah. as the lead vocalist. And just how like music is structured now in like this century, it's just very focused on the singer. So I love that. Yeah, I love that you didn't feel that when you watched the show because I like to give those moments to the instrumentalists and be like, here they are. They're mm-hmm. so talented. Let them play. Like every time we did an intro with ESP, it was always just the inter- instrumentalists would yeah. start playing. Like I wouldn't, I, the first song would just be like an overture basically, yeah. you know? No, no, I definitely really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool seeing, you know, going to shows where it was a different person filling in for you and mm-hmm. Obviously, the chemistry is a bit different just because it's a different person. Totally. But it still, again, it still felt like a band. Yeah. Not like this is this new person now. Oh, then, yeah. Keeping yeah. that consistency. No, I really enjoyed that. Yay. So to kind of segue into a different direction yep. um, a little bit, I saw. So I didn't actually know this DJ before seeing your song with him but how did you get involved with nikki romero for bittersweet okay what is going because he's so i didn't know who he was but i just i clicked it he has like yeah over two million followers that's yeah he's really big dj he does like world tours it's it's crazy yeah, that's not... there's like so many people at his shows yeah i was like i don't know who this is but i didn't either oh that's so <laughs> that's well, so i didn't know him like yeah. just truth be told like no disrespect to him no it's just i not just don't listen i same. i didn't do edm music yeah. at all like i joined with Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. so i did the song high with me is what it was called mm-hmm. and we did a music video with it okay, it got cool. picked up with this um label and i was a featured artist so i had a contract to do I can't remember if it was four or five songs, but I did. I was doing songs 
with Coca-Cola and one of the songs was called Bittersweet. Okay. So we we recorded the vocals. We had like this like backtrack and it was meant to go in this completely different direction, but then Nicky Romero's people heard it and were like, "Oh, we want that song." So they took the song, they added their own production, they reharmonized the song, mm-hmm. and then they took my voice with it and uh Coca-Cola just got like the writing credits and stuff for it. Okay. So that's how it all kind of came to be. So Coca-Cola or um yeah he called me and he was like yo like this is what's going on right now <laughs> nikki romero and i like looked it up you're like yeah nikki romero yeah <laughs> yeah nikki romero's sick love that guy <laughs> so i looked on instagram and i saw he had like 2.8 million mm-hmm. followers and in my head i was thinking wow okay this is a different direction but it it's honestly yeah. been really great like my Spotify fans have gone up and stuff, so I'm like not even complaining at all. Thanks, Nikki. Yeah, yeah, he's very hardworking guy. It seems, and mm-hmm. it's cool to. I've never met him, so yeah. it's really funny because he's over in Holland, I think. Mm-hmm. Like he's out in Europe, so I've I've been out to Europe yet, so it's just like all this cyber stuff of us yeah. tagging each other and things. And yeah, but thanks for liking my song, Nikki. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you think when you were approached with that, did you kind of feel pressure to do it because you knew that he obviously would have been really good for your exposure? Or did you feel like it was pretty... um, I guess what I'm trying to ask is at what point are you taking into consideration more of a fit with your personal brand versus exposure? So... That that was kind of always on my mind working with Coca-Cola because he did EDM music. He did like mm-hmm. he had like that Kygo energy with a lot of like tropical house kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I thought that it was okay because it's still in the pop realm. Yeah. And I'm I'm not like against doing other genre like other genres. I write R&B music and I love R&B music and stuff like that, but I love all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. I would honestly do a country song. I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to country music lately. I don't know what's happening. I'm just going with it. But like, yeah, I mean, I was kind of nervous about that because people always say like, don't do this, like stick to your brand because like mm-hmm. people don't like it when you're not. But I don't quite fully understand that yeah yet yeah it hasn't really done any disservices to me yet mm-hmm. but i don't know i feel like rihanna like she does some yeah, crazy exactly. like her stuff's pretty like dirty like mm-hmm. r&b pop hip-hop stuff and then she'll do a song with calvin harris yeah. you know what i mean so i just i think that it was in my head i'm like this is fine mm-hmm. it is exposure i get to be putting my name out there myself out there and the song wasn't like it's still my voice like Mm -hmm. and i still got to do some riffs in it i got to show off my range like do what i do in any other song that i write so it was it was fine in my head yeah still is so i mean i think so yeah yeah why not and again i don't i don't think that it was off brand by any means yeah totally Um, yeah i remember seeing that i was like what is this (laughs) i thought it was a joke at first the Nikki Rowe thing. Yeah. I know, honestly, I thought it was too. <laughs> it was so funny. Like in the morning, Coca-Cola like sent me uh, uh a video and was like, Look at this and it's Nikki Romero being like, New quarterback song, like bittersweet download now and oh they're God. like filming the crowd and there's thousands of people yeah. there and my voice is playing. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm from Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like this little nothing from Victoria. What's going on right now? Yeah, I actually I didn't know when I saw the post that you did about it on Instagram. I actually thought it was a joke at first, <laughs> and you had just like put music on. I was like, what is this? That sounds like something I do on yeah. just trolling everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So congratulations on getting the grant to do your music video thank you i was hoping that you could talk to me a little bit more about that kind of the process on first of all what this grant is like for artists if other people yeah maybe are interested in pursuing something similar that are listening of like my you know totally friends and family that have listened to this episode yeah totally (laughs) so um 
grants are amazing. I love Canada so much because we get grants. The States doesn't really get grants. Mm -hmm. There's not really anything out there in the States. So it's a lot easier to get funding for the arts in Canada Mm -hmm. um, than below us in that country. Um, Sorry, America. I know. Sorry, America. Suck to suck. No, I'm kidding. That's (laughs) so rude. No shade. No shade. Um, But yeah, it's really wonderful story hive is the the group that we apply for the grant Mm -hmm. and it's owned by telus okay so they give out i don't want to give some wrong information but i'm pretty sure they give out 40 grants to musicians and 40 grants to filmmakers okay i will include the information in the show notes okay amazing yes we're just completely missing the mark that's that's a good call but i'm pretty sure that's what it is i know it's in bc and alberta as well and each grant is 10 grand okay um to do to make a music video or make like a short film Mm -hmm. um so it's it's a process definitely a process i was lucky enough to get approached by someone uh, my friend dave through riptide studios um, we filmed a music video this past summer mm-hmm. together, and we enjoyed working with each other so much. And he liked the, how crazy I was, I guess. Like, I just come up with these, like, really, like, whack ideas for my music video. None of this is out yet, but it's going to be out relatively soon here. I've been waiting since August to release this music video. So it's already done in my hand, just watching it, being like, I want this out. Um, And he approached me and, and was like, I want to do another video with you. My team's going to apply for this grant through Story Hive. We just want to use your face, your song, and your ideas. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want a video. <laughs> please, 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 please. So I sent him all of my like unreleased songs. And I was like, pick your favorite one. And he picked the song called Bone. Mm-hmm. The song called Bone. And it's like, I wrote it as a joke. Like, straight up, I wrote it as a joke. And for some reason, everyone loves this song so much. You're like, okay. Yeah. I wrote it as like, I was mad at this this dude who was just playing these mind games with me. And it, the, it, the song is referencing a lot of dog related things. It's called Bone. It's like, what okay. you fetching for? What you trying to say? <laughs> you fetching for a bone because I can play all day. And it's it's just kind of like, yeah. It's a, like the chorus is rapped a bit. Okay. A little bit. Not rap. I'm not a rapper. Let's not say that. It's spoken word poetry. In the chorus. Um, but yeah, we just started doing that. We applied for the grant, made a pitch video. Mm-hmm. The people liked us and we got it. There was like half of it was a jury deciding who they liked. And then the other half was like a a vote. You just had to promote it out to all your friends and be like, vote for me mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So I think it was a 50-50 on, the, on how you got the grant. Okay, cool. Yeah. I pushed it on everyone. Yeah, I voted a lot. I bless you. Couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. God, <laughs> super glad I know. Oh my God, bless up. Yeah, it's been so much fun filming this this n- new video. The old one was so much fun to film too, but this one now that we have like so much funding and stuff, yeah. it's like a whole other level of content that I'm so excited to share. But I'm oh, I also I'm I'm sorry if I scare anyone. <laughs> If anyone's overwhelmed, I think it'll be okay. You think? Okay. Maybe, <laughs> okay. Good. 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 I mean, who knows? Forward to see. <laughs> Yo, me too. I'm so excited. I just get to like give all the ideas, and that's it. That's all I got to do. Do you feel afraid to put it out at all? Because I know that happens a lot with kind of artistic endeavors. You work on it so much, and you're just like, I just would rather not. I just want to keep this. Oh yeah. I'm not ready. But of course, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, I I just believe in the content and the work so much and the art that I want it to be released perfectly. Like, I, I want yeah. a publicist. I want all this, like, I want it to be marketed out and shopped out to different people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not nervous in the sense that I, I am not scared if people are going to like it or not. Because for that, like, that's not that's not that's your... not my thing no. I, I don't care like well i i want pe- to make people happy and stuff but like i i can't like be like unauthentic no, like i, I have don't to... want to pander yeah yeah like i just i just remain authentic to my my story my life mm-hmm. and my like creative process and i sh- i love to share it with people and if you everyone's willing to listen then that's great mm-hmm. so that's not my fear my fear is that 
it won't reach enough people. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to reach out. I want it to spread like wildfire. I want other people to see it. Like, I just want to create nice content and entertain. That's Those are the two main yeah. goals for me. I, yeah, I'm sure people are going to love it. And if they don't, well, it's not your problem. <laughs> well, you better love it. It's going to be so fun. So fun. Well, I'm having a lot of fun. And, like, it, when when you see a video of a lot of people having fun, like... Yeah, you can't really dislike it. Yeah. Because <laughs> even if you don't necessarily love... It's not your style or whatever. I don't yeah. know. It's always happy to see people happy. Yeah. I think. Exactly. This video's insane. If I can give you some, like, preview of it, mm. it's... There's werewolf. Okay. Werewolves. Nah, just a werewolf. Just one. Yeah, okay. just one. Uno werewolf. Um, dogs. Lots uh, of dogs. Um, children's TV shows. X Files. Oh. Um, cartoons. Okay, which cartoons? I don't know. Like proud family energy. Okay, yeah. Definitely proud family energy. Mm-hmm. You'll see. You'll see. Cool. <laughs> There's just so much going on, and I and so many amazing people are working on the project we just filmed the one scene with all the choreography so i got a bunch of dancer friends from vancouver and Kelowna, flew them down and we all got to like film this one scene and i my friend Haley is in it um my friend prado or her instagram's little kanye she's like an amazing like oh she's an artist from vancouver look her up she's gonna blow up she's so great love her to bits um she's gonna be in it and a bunch of other amazing people and for me my main focus for all of my content is to highlight queer people and people of color queer Mm -hmm. poc because that's that's me that's my life and i think it's important to highlight that yeah um i'm not really willing to compromise at this point yeah, mind you like i don't not everyone's a queer poc in my music video like mm-hmm. ex- exactly like how it is in my life like yeah. i have a lot of white friends like it's not <laughs> i'm like half white it's not that but i do think it is really important to highlight that of course for me so and i mean you have a platform exactly so. and i love that yeah i love that and i love that people are excited about the content that I'm making and the, mm-hmm. and the people that are working on my projects are all like so passionate about it as well. Yeah. It I just feel so undeserving most of the time. <laughs> I'm like, how? Why? <laughs> no, you worked for it. You got the grant. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, even the other video that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, what song was that for? It's a song called Full Circle. Okay. So that that one will be out in the next like while here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give like a date, um, but it will be out before the Bone Music video, but. It's completely different. <laughs> it's a very spacey, dreamy, soft. Okay. A lot of flowers, very mm-hmm. sensual. Like it's a slow R&B ballad about like self-frustration. Mm-hmm. Song called Full Circle. It's about like finding yourself in a position where you didn't want to be where you keep finding yourself in whether that be like a relationship Mm -hmm. or whether that be some kind of vice that is unhealthy in your life or something like that so it's very different but everyone that worked on the video was so um passionate about it and gung-ho and for me that felt weird i'm like my whole like upbringing no one listened to me ever (laughs) and now people are so passionate about the stuff that i'm making and it just feels yeah yeah, like self-deprecating quinn's like i don't deserve that like why is anyone even listening yeah like (laughs) what like like no but at the same time i'm like thank you like this means Mm -hmm. so much to me that people are um putting the effort in to help me with Mm -hmm. my um creative endeavors it's it's great (laughs) that's amazing do you feel like you're having imposter syndrome at all Every damn day, every damn day, I I feel crazy most of the time because I'm like I feel like a nerd, mm-hmm. but everyone's like, "Whoa, like you're cool," and I'm sitting here being like, "No, I'm not. You, <laughs> you don't know anything about me. I'm a nerd." <laughs> Straight up. Okay. So we were talking a little bit about branding before, mm-hmm. like what's you know authentic or inauthentic. Yeah yada yada Mm -hmm. um how do you find kind of communicating with your audience and stuff and utilizing excuse me utilizing social media and yeah you know like what's your preferred way 
to, I guess, I don't know, I guess brand yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think that's, in this day and age, it's really important. Yeah. People don't just buy a record and not care about what you look like, what Mm -hmm. you're wearing, who you're dating. Mm -hmm. Well, especially when it comes to, like, celebrities and famous people and, like, different things like that. Um, And for me, like, I just want to make good income. Mm -hmm. That's that's my goal. Mm -hmm. And I want to see the world. Yeah. I want to work with some cool people. Like, for me, having, like, fame and, like, stardom everyone praising my name like that's not yeah i'm like far too again self-deprecating and like <laughs> something I, I just don't that's not really the big thing for me mm-hmm. the big thing for me is like the art and being able to like sustain myself yeah like, those are the two big things that i find are the most important and what keeps me going with this and honestly branding yourself is like so important mm-hmm. it's so important and being consistent with that um with my instagram i think is the main um thing that i use i have facebook i have twitter i use it but i feel like people love visuals people love photos Mm -hmm. and it's the easiest way to like share things because i i work with like when i work with some like designer friends and stuff like that i can wear their garments and i can promote them as well as promoting myself at the same time Mm -hmm. and different different uh situations like that but yeah hashtags are amazing and networking online has helped me so much yeah with so many different people like Mm -hmm. and meeting different people out in LA different people in Europe in Montreal and Toronto and around there and a lot of opportunities that I have been given is because of like Instagram and YouTube crazy yeah everything like like singing on youtube is what got me everything with my friend Haley. I, even mm-hmm. for her like she's a youtube star now right Are like these she's videos still do they still exist uh yeah <laughs> they still exist you can uh definitely look it up if you'd like <laughs> it's uh on my youtube and on Haley's youtube mm-hmm. we actually did this one song um we did a cover of tonight you belong to me from the jerk um, you you probably recognize the okay. song, um, but we like did it on the ukulele and we're just like walking down a beach singing it, and it just got to like a million views, like what, like two months ago or something. That's crazy. I know. Haley texted me and she sent me a screenshot of the million view thing, and I was like, oh my god, what? Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, super fun. We're we're very jazzed about it, but Haley's so talented and really good at editing videos and such a hardworking mama like she comes out with so much content so bless her for that because i've I've just been able to like cling on her back <laughs> and and record with her we and then, yeah yeah totally and then that's when i was approached by different people being like yeah you have a great voice let's we want you oh so cool yeah yeah it's so interesting now how much um networking and just kind of meeting people has changed oh and how much of that yeah does go on oh yeah like that's how i get on different websites and mm-hmm. get approached by different like producers and different things like that i've had some really good opportunities that have arose from instagram yeah from people just like reaching out to me and contacting me and it's it's really fun i think with my main like quarterback mm-hmm. music page i i try to stay professional but yet like personal yeah that's I think what i was that's, gonna ask like, that's yeah that's important i think to to you. still like show your personal side mm-hmm. um again in this day and age but i don't share everything yeah i don't want to share all of my personal stuff i i tr- have troubles with that yeah i have this like other instagram account that oh. no one will ever know it's a finsta and it's it's just really whack i just i just that's when you get to see like the weird manic quinn oh my goodness or the mute, that yeah. handle of you. honestly <laughs> yeah i'll i'll, I'll send it to you personally. it's psycho oh it's amazing <laughs> i didn't even know like finstas are really a thing I, I honestly Until recently same like i just had that account forever like it was like my old account that i got in like grade 12 okay back in the day it's just my old instagram account and i just turned it into like stupid stuff that i think is funny or like weird Mm -hmm. content 
that I'm that no one else would find funny except me and like my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably I'm yeah, yeah definitely gonna add you to that. Yeah. It's so so I mean, like, like no judging. Awesome. <laughs> I'm always excited to see a dog memes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got a pretty big year coming up. So you have the music video releases for mm-hmm. the two different videos. Yep. What else? What else are you? What else? That's not enough. What else are you doing? I, I have a lot of songs yeah. that are done and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will be released this year. Are you releasing as this is something I talked about with Kirsten previously, but are you releasing more like with singles? Or are you going to do together a record? Originally it was gonna be an EP. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be like a six song EP. Mm-hmm. Um that was the plan. Now the plan is to release some of them as singles. Yeah. And just keep that um, that train rolling throughout mm-hmm. the year, um, gain that momentum, and then I want to release something bigger. Cool. Um, so I'm considering actually releasing like three songs as like a little EP, like a three song EP, and then like a couple singles here and there mm-hmm. throughout throughout the year. That's kind of the plan that I have now. Still have to confirm that with everyone, but mm-hmm. I am so excited to show the world what i've been working on for the past year like i haven't released something in almost a year come yeah because you've been working on a lot of really big projects yeah yeah like this is coming i know and i'm not a patient person (laughs) like i'm not like i'm impatient Mm -hmm. that's a song that i wrote called impatient and it's true (laughs) true story it's out now download on spotify today thank you impatient will be linked yeah but please Listen to the rest of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen to the rest of the podcast, but also impatient. Vital song. Um, <laughs> I'm impatient. <laughs> Into a joke here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's been such a process, just waiting to release things and people messaging you asking, mm-hmm. "When are you going to release something?" Someday. Soon. Yeah. Soon, my children. Soon. <laughs> I can't even wait any longer. I'm so excited, but. You can hear all of my songs when I perform. Like I, when I play yeah. live shows, you get to hear all the songs that are going to be coming out. So, do you have some shows coming up? Um, I do, I do. I'm playing in Vancouver March the eighth, and then I'm playing in Victoria Copperall March the 9th. Um, February is a very busy month for me, so I actually have closed off playing shows. Mm-hmm. I only did one show this month in January, so like it's been a very change like a a quick change of pace yeah because i'm so used to playing so many shows Mm -hmm. throughout the months and the past two months have been no performing which is sad because i love to perform it's like it's the main thing i love oh thank you it's Mm -hmm. the main thing that i love to do oh my god yes yeah Yeah, lotteria let's do it let's hit it um but yeah i'm kind of sad about it but at the same time i'm doing so many other different things right now and it's feeling really great so i and i'm just trying to formulate like a really good solo show as well yeah um it's hard to tour and play different shows with like a full band Mm -hmm. so that's been kind of not like a struggle necessarily but just trying to figure out how to make an effective um show with just um a dj yeah so i think we're going to be doing co- uh, more dj shows like okay, me and cool. hugh so hugh Mackey, he produces all of my music mm-hmm. um and we he we write together too um we co-write a lot of the songs he's literally the reason why quarterback's even a thing <laughs> because his production is just out of this world like i can write but he can do everything it's it's astounding but I got the lyrics, so I mean, like, that's cool because yeah, I can't I'll stop be talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just writing in my little notebook. Mm. Stupid words. <laughs> yeah, um, somehow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty crazy, all of the things that are happening right now. I just, I don't even know, man. I think you're kind of killing it, so. I hope. Yeah. I hope I am. I, I mean, you just 
you don't have to speak a sentence. So I like flew out some friends from <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, thank you. We're not in Europe. Story That's Yeah. <laughs> honestly, get me out to Europe though. I'd love to go out there, out to like London, UK, do all that stuff. So Milan, fun. Italy. Take me out there. We'll go. Oh yeah, totally. Go on vacay. Well, I know you'll go <laughs> for sure. <laughs> traveling queen over here so to wrap things up where can people find you and your music your everything your my music, music video. oh i know <laughs> um, my music video is on what am i saying my music video is nowhere y'all haven't seen it yet um but you can get all of my music everywhere it's on apple music spotify title amazon play google play under quarterback under quarterback yes quarterback that's the one um and what else can you do you can go on like i have like instagram twitter quarterback baby uh, quarterbackmusic.com for like upcoming shows mm-hmm. and content i'm gonna be releasing like some blog stuff on there oh cool um yeah just kind of talking about the video and doing some behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff and just rec- recording the ep like we've just been filming different things that's for if anyone's even curious or wants to know like mm-hmm. it's mainly for like mom and dad and like joe blow over there but um i'll be with i'll be with you'll be with it okay yeah. cool yeah i feel like some people are curious how like the process works and stuff mm-hmm. and what we did because it's very diy how we're how we're making everything it's mm-hmm. very experimental and it's not just like a consistent like studio space like we go to different areas and different spaces to record mm-hmm. all this stuff so it's i think people would want to hear that i think so too curiosity and i think especially there's something really exciting about being from a city like victoria that's quite small and then totally seeing stuff it's like when you find out that you know like a movie was filmed here oh totally like, oh, that was filmed at vic High. like that's so cool <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah. very similar i think to see some of the things that go on in a city that is kind of known for being quite like old and sleepy yeah to totally. know that there is a ton there's a lot of really cool arts things going on like oh, it totally. is very vibrant people are doing a lot of oh things. yeah i love victoria yeah. i i love it so much it's so beautiful i want to i pro- i won't be living here yeah much longer unfortunately but i want to move back here like mm-hmm. ideally if everything well happens everything good happens i would like to have a house here for sure yeah on the ocean Ooh, mm. Ooh be real nice Ooh, that beach would be of choice. so good what beach of choice Ooh, beach of choice honestly unnamed unknown beach mm. the boonies middle of nowhere just lush greenery everywhere windows i could like walk around naked and like look at the ocean yes. and no one be like what's that in the window <laughs> what's that <laughs> yeah what's that freaky whale standing in the window oh my God. <laughs> singing singing yeah probably sitting at my piano I, no i would not be no, naked at the piano like big, no. i would need like a robe or something yeah, no that was nasty <laughs> okay thank you so much yeah Quinn. of course my pleasure thank you thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of off key and thanks again to quinn for coming onto the podcast I've also linked to the show notes in the description, and check those out for more information on the topics we discussed, as well as some photos and media. If you enjoyed this episode of Off Key, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. We're still in our very early stages, and the reviews really do help. If you have any topics that you'd like me to bring up with one of our next guests, please either message me at membrane.net or you can send me a message at either Membrane Group or Linsa Arnold on Instagram. Offkey and Fault Tolerant, our sibling podcast on tech and blockchain, are both produced by Membrane Entertainment Canada, a music services company that provides distribution services for the export of Canadian music. We're also exploring blockchain technology to create a more transparent and secure ecosystem for music's rights owners to get paid. If you're interested in recording your own podcast at Membrane Labs, you can find out more information on our website, www.membranelabs.com. Thanks again for listening. I will talk to you next week and play you out with Impatient by Quarterback. Have a good one.
Don't go, we can do more exploring 